our two sisters that shared our testimony. What was the one common thing that they mentioned in their testimony other than their Holy Ghost experience? Mental, mental illness. They didn't term it that way. So Charlene mentioned she had negative thoughts around, around the way she looked. And um, Julia mentioned her struggles before she came to the Lord. Mental illness, it's something that it's not overly fun to talk about. It's not something that we really get up here and say, I've got a, a problem. But everything this weekend is about where am I with social media? Where am I with revelation? Where am I with my tap? It's all about where am I at? What am I doing? For me, anything around mental health or mental issues, this is not about pointing fingers. This is a chance to look at yourself. Archimedes, what was his eureka moment? Buoyancy. What is buoyancy? It's a law, a physical law. We know other laws that exist. There are physical laws. We understand gravity. And likewise, spiritually, there are exactly the same laws at play. Now, if you were like me, 20, uh, what am I, 35, 34 and a half years of my life, mental illness, not a problem. Probably mid last year, I was, I was having dramas, you know, um, a lot of it in my head, and um, my wife was worried. And look, I, I probably didn't even realise there's two guys in the room at the moment that we were having a chat at Christmas camp, and um, I lost it. It was the first time I'd let my guard down, really, basically. And um, for all those people that know me, probably had no idea, no clue. The boy's response was, you covered it well. <laughs> no idea. I don't know, I've grown up in the Lord. I'm married, happily married, kids, business. I should be doing well up here. And I simply wasn't. I think it's important. I think it needs to be said. And look, honestly, if I'm the one that has to say it, then so be it. Um, so we read in Romans 8, the start of the talk was about the, the law of the spirit and the law of sin and death. So... There are laws in place and the Lord has instituted things that we can do that will help us deal with this. And I can speak from a, not from a, a theoretical thing, but I can speak from this is the things that I've been able to do and I'm not all the way there yet, but it's helping. And if you're, um, if you're experiencing that stuff, what you've heard this weekend is absolutely instrumental. If you want to get better, these are the things that you need to be at. Talk is, um, is cheap. Action is where it's at. But I want to give you guys six points to take away, which are things you can do. And again, we've heard them this weekend, but I want you to take them down and I want you to start applying them. Jot down Romans 8. Have a read about the law of the spirit, which offers freedom. So that's the first scripture to take down. Proverbs 4.20, we'll just highlight a little bit more. I'll just read it out of the Amplified as well. Point number one, guard your heart. My son, pay attention to my words and be willing to learn. Open your ears to my sayings. Do not let them escape from your sight. Keep them in the centre of your heart, for they are life to, to those who find them, and healing and health to all their flesh. Watch over your heart with all diligence. From it flow the springs of life. As a teenager, mid-twenties, the way I guarded my heart wasn't good. And 
that stuff that we can get into, we can get involved with, it can be damaging. Mine was music. I'm going to get the boys to play a little bit of a song that I used to listen to as I went to sleep at night. See if you think I made a good choice. What do you think that does to your heart? Going to sleep with that in your ears. Do you think it's a good idea? My mum and dad had no idea I was doing that. No idea. It was something that I made a choice. It was an impact thing that I chose to put my, my head and my heart in that situation. Look, I'm not trying to be a wowser. I'm not trying to tell you what you can and can't listen to. But if you're conscious of trying to guard your heart, I would make a suggestion, probably not the best thing to be doing. Okay, so point one, be conscious of what you're putting into your, into your head, into your heart, because those choices, for me it came, the results of it probably came 10 years later. Those things come to fruition at one point in your life. And my encouragement is not to come down on your heavy, but look, it might not be heavy metal. It could be gangster rap, it could be... Whatever you like, whatever the kids like these days, <laughs> as the saying goes, think about it. it. The fruits of it will come. Point one, guard your heart. Point two, enter the closet, okay? This is talking about prayer. So we read in Matthew 6, 6, but thou, when thou prayest, enter thy closet. And when they have shut the door, pray to the Father which is in secret, and the Father which is in secret shall reward thee openly. Now, I've heard many testimonies of people physically entering their closet. If you want to do that, go for it. It's literal. If you want to do that, it's talking on another level. It's talking about finding time. Now, I, I've been in the Lord my whole life. For a long time, I would do the do the prayer and the, the way to work. I'd have my five minutes in the morning. I'd have my prayer in the afternoon. And I thought I was doing all right. I, I realised that I've been giving I've been giving SMSs to God for years. We've got different ways of doing this. Okay, I, I observed. I think Pastor Pete Moore does it. I know other people do. They're disciplined in this process. They'll get up early. They'll find that peaceful place and they'll have the prayer. And the thing is that it's discipline. It's actually, I'm going to do this and I'm going to enter the closet and I'm going to do it. And it's finding good time, good quality time, not just five here, five there. Point two is enter the closet. Point three, service. This might sound weird, but... If you're having dramas in that aspect of your, of your being, of your life, service can be an amazing release. We'll jump over to Galatians 5.13. We can jot that down. Don't chase happiness. Look for a service. We read there in Galatians 5.3, For brethren, you have been called unto liberty. Only not use liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word. Even in this, thou shalt love thy neighbour as thyself. There's something funny that happens when you serve other people. And the main thing that it does, and the, the thing that I think is an, an unusual thing, 
the minute you start serving, you start forgetting where you're at. You start forgetting your, your problems that you have become less. When, when we moved to the Sunshine Coast about three years ago, we had this flash coffee machine sitting there. I was, I was hopeless on the coffee machine. I had no idea what I was doing. But I looked at it and I thought, you know what? That's one thing that, that's gonna allow me to meet people. That's gonna allow me to be involved. Now I get text messages when I'm not there. Where's the coffee? <laughs> Service is point three. And look guys, there's, there's 50, 60 scriptures for each of these points. All right, number four, communicate. I'm your typical Australian bloke. The last thing I felt like doing was talking to my wife, to my parents, to anybody. Guilt, shame, as I said earlier, I've got, I've got all this stuff. Why am I feeling like this? The last thing I wanted to do in a coffee shop at Evans Head is start having a breakdown. The boys were talking about we have a need to look after each other. You know, if anyone's struggling, we should have better systems in place. And I slowly put up my hand. Oh, I've been struggling a bit. We can jot down James 5, verse 16. And look, it's a scripture that we use a little bit. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. There's a couple of things involved with that conversation. One, I knew full well. I had their confidence. I had their trust. I knew they weren't going to go, you guys hear about Josh, he's been doing this and that and he's really struggling. I knew that wasn't going to happen. That gave me the confidence to communicate how I was feeling. There was follow-up, which was good, and that was really comforting. So instead of just receiving that news and walking away going again, oh, gee, that's a bit bad. It's hard luck. There was follow-up and there was brotherly love. And um, we know we get that in this family and this fellowship. Number four, communicate. Don't have too much pride. If you want change, you can't, you can't be prideful and want change. You've got to be humble. All right. Number five, count your blessings. I've got in brackets next to that. Be thankful. Again, there's many, many scriptures about giving thanks. Jot down 1 Thessalonians 5.18. It's really straightforward and simple scripture. It's probably my favourite about being thankful. In every situation, no matter what the circumstances, be thankful and continually give thanks to God. For this is the will of God for you in Jesus Christ. So the encouragement, guys, is life sucks sometimes. It's easy, and we've all heard this before, it's easy to be thankful when things are going well. When things are rosy, we can still neglect it, but it's much easier to think, oh, praise the Lord, you know, things are great. The encouragement that we're getting here is good or bad, being thankful to the Lord is a good thing. And it's a solution. It's a solution for when we are down and things are on top and life sucks. It's a part of the solution. That's really hard sometimes to be thankful. So number five, count your blessings, be thankful, but do it when times are good and do it when times are bad. Little point I should have said at the start, this talk doesn't just apply to people that have had issues. This applies to all of us. And the reason it applies to all of us is that you don't know if it's going to hit you at some point. That's point one. And point two is we need to be aware and 
willing to assist people that might be going through this stuff. To be honest, when I started having some dramas, it wasn't like, oh, I could feel something coming. It was like, bang. And, um, yeah, not prepared, not understanding what it was, not, not expecting it, that's for sure. So going back to point one of guarding your heart, that's for everybody. All of these points are for everyone. So we'll just move on to the last point now. Oh, look, I'm not going to order them in, in importance, but probably the one big thing that's made a difference to me. We're going to read out of 2 Timothy 4.2. Preach the word, be instant, in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort, all long-suffering and doctrine. So again, I'm just going to have a quick read out of the Amplified. Preach the word, be ready when the time is right and even when not. Keep your sense of urgency where the opportunity seems favourable or unfavourable, whether convenient or inconvenient, whether welcome or unwelcome. Correct those, those who err in doctrine or behaviour, warn those who sin, exhort and encourage those who are growing towards spiritual maturity with inexhaustible patience and faithful teaching. When I spoke to the, to the, to the boys and finally got it off my chest, it was a massive relief. Um, as I said, I can't say that it, it's totally gone. It's a work in progress. But the next big, the next big step and the next big, this is the Lord's working here, was when I had an opportunity to witness to someone. What I was doing was preaching to myself, if that makes sense. So I was out there trying to, trying to win a soul for the Lord. But the actual effect was, I was learning my own lesson. <laughs> I was thinking, oh. you know. And there's there's all sorts of stuff that comes up in your head when you when you're doing this stuff. You think, oh, it's a bit hypocritical. I'm telling this guy they should be doing what they should be doing, and I can't get it together. But you realise that it's the Lord using you for your purpose. And that was the next big, at the end of that witness, I felt fantastic. I felt the Lord's presence. So point six is, even though it might not feel good, it might not feel like the right time, may not be in your timing and you might not be feeling great, when we preach the word, it, it restores us. And um, I'll hand over to Maddie. But yeah, I really just wanted to share something. I think it's really important. What sparked our conversation that day a few of us were talking and we sort of came to this same sort of thought and realisation that one thing we're not good at as guys, and some girls aren't good either, but girls often are a bit better, is talking, real talking. We're good at chit-chat, but we're not good at talking beneath the surface about the real stuff. And that's really common for guys. And I just sort of made a decision and another brother who was with us, it was the same. And we just had this chat about, that's it. Like with the guy, you know, not every, every conversation is going to be a DNM. We're going to have real conversations when we get together, especially like me and my mates, like my good mates, like Josh. And, um, and we're just going to do it. And we're going to get beneath the... Hey man, how you doing? What's good? You know, all this, just the general stuff. We're just going to get real. Not every, and not with everyone, just when we get together and we just agreed. When we get together, we're going to have a real conversation. And not every time, but we're, we're going to do it. We 
decided to get real. When we get together, we're going to have good conversations. And we really tried. The four of us were talking and we were being open and honest and we were being exposing weaknesses and we were just chatting about bloke problems, bloke stuff, you know, like we're all husbands and we're all guys and we're all dads. And that's when Joshy sort of spoke up and we were like, yeah, like he said, we were like, oh, I feel like the worst friend ever. No idea, no idea. But you gotta find your mates, find who the people you trust is the big thing. And if someone opens up to you, it doesn't go anywhere. That's gotta be the agreement. I really just wanted to add that because it made such a difference.